0: I'm you know what's up welcome to the first episode of ride the rebellion or the ride the rebellion what are we doing are we doing the ride the rebellion podcast one of the two we're gonna go with it we'll settle in some point but welcome to the very first episode I'm your host, or co-host, or one of the hosts, Drew Hall. And with me is the king of the South Alabama turndown, Dale Boyd.
1: Yeah, and the Sweet Potato Mountain Bike Crew. Don't forget, Drew. Yep, give us a shout-out for the, the turds of the mountain bike industry.
0: <laughs> the turds of the mountain bike industry. Uh, how you doing?
1: Good, man. Good. I'm glad we're finally getting this rolling. It's been a, a labor of love through ideas and a lot of things we've shot back and forth. We're pretty excited about what we're going to bring to everybody.
0: Yeah, I think it's... Um, It's about time that there's a, to us, at least to me, I think it's about time there's a podcast that is not a mountain bike podcast or whatever this ends up being, but that's not just uh, solely about Squamish and, uh, you know, how hard of a life it is when you get to travel around the world riding mountain bikes, not as a professional athlete, but as a journalist. Um, And if you don't get the jab, then, you know, don't go listen to the other color podcast. (laughs) The
1: colors. And we'll probably bring you guys some super, super hot takes about some really awesome trails in Mississippi and Florida and Alabama, and you'll get to see how hard we go. Here on the golf course, golf coast, golf courses too. Those two, yeah, those are great whatever. riders. Let's, yeah. be,
0: let's be honest: uh, a golf course in southern Alabama is the most hilly terrain.
1: Possibly <laughs> that's true. I could turn down the hell out of some of those sand dunes.
0: <laughs> so that's the reality of it. So the the thing is, is that the majority of the country of, of mountain bike riders don't live in Denver or have access to the Pisgah Forest or are in uh, Bentonville or, God forbid, I won't say it again. The Pacific Northwest. (laughs) That's right. Um,
1: The only thing PNW we're talking about is dropper posts because they are fire.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's very fair. So what we represent is the rest of those riders. And we're not saying it's solely that, but there's a good bit of it. And it's interesting. The reason we even have this podcast and why it's called The Rebellion, all that ties back into the fact that like, uh, you've been riding a lot longer. So let's maybe do a, just a quick
1: like overview. Yeah. Let's just say who we are. Yeah. Yeah. What Cause you've are. got
0: a, you've got a more, you've got more pedigree than
1: me. At this point. Pedigree. Let's go deep because I get called out on my lack of pedigree per se. Um, I've been mountain biking for like three years now. I started with a hardtail, started at the bottom. Now we're here. Cause now I have a very expensive, uh, common cell that, that I cherish right. deeply. Cause I got to watch it for the last year grow. Yeah. And, um, now it's now it's awesome but to call my what i am pedigree is is quite a compliment because <laughs> you're, you're the only guy that can do turn downs. i'm the only one that can do turned up i'm the only one dumb enough to try a turn down on the little baby jumps that we have here
0: <laughs> so oh you got a three foot gap yeah let me turn it down i know yeah, no you problem.
1: got a you got a parking curb i'll turn it down <laughs> you got a beer i'm not turning it down i'm
0: sure there's somebody yeah that's fair uh there's somebody out here that is uh is like they're not serious no we're serious no no if you go follow us on any of our social channels if you go follow sweet potato you will find the joke that has existed because it's not even that the turn down was at one point was a goal that's right now it's just
1: habit yeah now it's just now it's like how i don't fall yeah now it is uh my nervous tick in the air right and i I like to call it a turn down, but I don't even think it is. I think it's just a I whip it, yeah, turn it, right, move it. It doesn't say straight. Yeah. It well, the good part
0: is. is you're not the stiff uh, dead yeah, sailor. Yeah. I'm not the up. dead sailor.
1: Right. Going down with your ship. That's right. But um, I think I think what we are trying to do, and and Drew alluded to it a little bit, but I think we're just trying to bring some of what our life is like here on the Gulf Coast as mountain bikers or as as hobbyists in general. Um, I think that. All of our friends, we have a ton of fun. We're going to have them on um, periodically. They're all a blast. They all have a different personality. Yeah. They all bring a different mood to the mountain bike world. Um, and I think I think you're going to be excited about what we have. Um, just sit back and relax. And don't worry, we do not take ourselves seriously. So if you're like, man, Dale sounds like an idiot. I could turn down over him. Okay, well, turn down over me. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. We're,
0: we're more about having a good time. Than That's right. Uh, and we will preface... I don't know if this podcast, I should have said at the beginning, we don't know if it's going to be not safe for work or not. We'll try and remind you of that. We know it is definitely not safe for work when Todd shows up. The Todd. The Todd. We have multiple Todds, but the Todd is the one that... Uh,
1: and we hope it's not safe when he's here because yeah. that's why we love him. Yeah, that's what makes him great. And by not safe for work, we have our clothes on. Yeah, yes. Of by the way.
0: Yeah, just maybe not kid safe. <laughs> just, you know.
1: Maybe it's language that we have an issue with. Yeah, it's right. your
0: choice. You do what you, you got to do um yeah so dale's been riding for how many years like four years yeah i've
1: tried and i to get back to that i've dabbled in the cross-country racing um i've been doing some endurance racing recently and i don't know why i keep signing up but i do and it's painful but it's kind of a mental test um but i think this year my goal is to do some endurance stuff and do some enduro racing maybe check those out yeah but and and we're we're also active in the mountain bike community um we are essentially the mountain bike community, I think. Yeah. So uh, we have a local organization that we're part of. Um, we try to help things. We do our part on the trails to keep them clean, for sure. Yeah, and, absolutely. And then we'll, we'll get further into what, what this podcast is about.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then myself, I'm back in. I rode uh, when I, I am in my 40s, but I rode when I was from 18 or 17. I mean, I've always ridden a bike, but like hardcore into mountain biking, hardtail specialized rock hopper. From about 17 until i want to say it was a rock cover 17 until 23 22 23 i had a pretty bad accident turned me off to riding for a while so i didn't ride for a chunk and then um got talked into it by jakey poo and a guy named another todd who's not related to me shares the same last name and came back in then dale and i got to be buddies because we both have shared interests kind of enjoy the media side of things creating content So the two of us kind of ramped it up. So that's what brought us to this point for this exact moment. But what brought us together deeper than that would be the rebellion. And it's really fascinating. I think it's something we got to ask everybody. So I'm going to ask you first, and we'd have to ask all the other guys, see what they say. But what is the rebellion to you?
1: Uh, I think the rebellion is is more than Trails. It's it's like a community. It's a community of like-minded dudes that uh, share the same passions, and when they're out there and they have a shovel in their hand or a pick or, or a bike for that matter, the smile on their faces is amazing. And it's uh, I think that's what it's about more than anything.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's true. So to set things up, that's right. Uh, this guy named Jakey Poo, who we'll have on the show at some point.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he loves Jakey Poo, by the way. <laughs> well, I think I mean, it's great.
0: He did the stupid video with the machete. Yeah, he so did the machete. If you haven't seen that, check out the, uh, the Ride the Rebellion YouTube channel. Um, it's not YouTube slash ride the rebellion yet. We got to have 100 subs
1: before we can do that. So please help so us get there. Get there
0: subbing. That's right. Get subbing. And if um, you're going
1: to sub anything else, I'll take a foot long BMT. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: that's totally right. So we, uh, Jake has been this weird guy that I love dearly, but he just drives around. And Jake's a very seasoned rider. I think he's like 25 years Oh, no. Or he's something.
1: probably the most seasoned out of any of
0: us. And on the Gulf Coast, I right, would argue. Right, yeah. And so Jake has, and he's traveled the world riding, like he's non-pro, but he's just lived a lot of places. He's probably been to Squamish. And he's not been to Squamish, <laughs> thank God. He would never let that go. I don't even think he's been to Bentonville. No, I don't. Because we talked about Windrock once. Anyway, my backer's contingent. But Jake has driven around and been looking at locations, and he came across this piece of property, and he started talking to me about it. And my background's in film and, and kind of hustling up things, so I'm pretty good about getting my foot into doors Um, sometimes that I shouldn't get into, but I did. And so we ended up striking a deal with his landowner because the land that Jake found, I mean, I didn't get to be there the first time you guys went. So I didn't get to see your face. I can only imagine, but like the land that he found is the highest point in Southern Alabama where we live, which is on the water. So it's a big deal. The elevation's not crazy. Like, you hear yeah. people in other places talk about but for us it's huge let's
1: use highest point like it's an overpass yeah it's exactly, <laughs> and we're riding straight yeah, down it and it's, it's, exactly it's awesome what it is.
0: i think it's it's what it's like the highest elevation is is it a hundred feet all the way down
1: yeah well right now the longest downhill that we have is 0.6 miles right and some i told somebody that and they were like Like, did you guys build a ramp and you're riding down it? Yeah. And then you hit the land and you ride further down it? And I was like, no, no, no. We really, it's just dirt. Yeah. Well, it's sand, but it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we've used the terrain and, but go ahead. Yeah. Keep going.
0: That's the thing. It's like, so our elevation, that's the highest point we have here. Yeah. We
1: get 100 feet of climbing per mile. Right. So it works out pretty well.
0: But the catch was, what, what, it doesn't sound that big, but it's how short of a distance. That hundred feet kind of for here. Again, you yes. gotta talk about the terrain. It's all relative. Listen, there's guys in Kansas that would murder for a hundred feet of, <laughs> right. of drop. And so in the uh, beach. Oh, anything. Yeah. <laughs> um you lived in the Midwest, you understand? Yeah. So part of it is like we have this he finds this location, we go out there, we look at it, we scout it. Um I walk it with him and it's just like insane. Like it is it is a wild place. And what makes it really crazy is like right down the middle is is like an old ATV trail. So like now we have a work road or now it's become a trail itself, like a speed lane, but we didn't have any of that stuff. So we were able to find all that. So Jake finds this piece of property and then we negotiate a deal to take it over. And then slowly we just started adding members and we became kind of like a private bike club that still was like we're still incorporated into working with our local bike club. Um, Like our EMBA organization. But we just found one where it's like, hey, this is a group of of like-minded riders uh, that just want to just do a little bit more different type of riding than, say, is representative of all mountain biking. We have no
1: cross-country trails. Yeah, we don't have any spandex-wearing fools out there on 100 (laughs) mil travel bikes trying to do turndowns off of our jumps. That's right. So, but I love those guys. By the way, those yeah, guys are my drug. friends too. Yeah,
0: they're awesome. You have to have them all. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're right? they're my friends.
0: As we say, all the labor works the same. That's
1: <laughs> so, right. Yeah, you can dig whether you got spandex on or cargo shorts. Right. I don't
0: care. Yeah, it's just where you put the dirt. I don't know where they put their dirt. We put ours in pockets. That's right. And so, uh, so we kind of got it set up, and then slowly it kind of it took on a life of its own, and it, then it
1: became kind of a kind of a a myth to some people they're like what is this that you guys speak of and we're like at first we're like we can't tell anybody we can't tell anybody then we were like well let's tease it with a video and jake has a machete so it makes it even better yeah he looks like a psycho killer and it's still kind of uh it's still kind of a myth to people or it's still kind of like a dreamland of such of sorts And, and i think that's what's kind of cool about it because it is our dreamland you know we're yeah we're out there like if you build it, you can dream it. Or if you dream it, you can build it. Yeah. Or, or if you build it, they will come. And it's kind of like that. We're, we're kind of, we want everybody to be able to ride there someday. I think that's the goal. But for now, it's just the labor we have to build. We have to build and we have to build and we have to ride and we have to ride.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the part of it. And, and look, where it really, at the end of the day, where where it all boils down to is that we found that there was a group of us that wanted to experience mountain biking in a different capacity than what was readily available. And because of land ownership limitations, lease inter- limitations, MOUs, all this technical, political stuff, there's a series of limitations to where we said, hey, we, we can't step on anybody's toes and destroy what progress has been made. Instead, we need to enhance the situation. So instead of it being like a rebellion of like, middle fingers, F you, yeah. we're doing our own thing. We said, well, wait a second, let's just go do our own thing. And eventually if we open it up, then we open it up. And that's kind of where we landed. Because we all wanted to experience downhill. We yeah. wanted something faster. You know, it's yeah, a lot I think of flat riding. The
1: rebellion's awesome because it's not It's not a fighting anybody rebellion. It's right. a, we want to work together, but the rebellion seems like we're going against the grain a tad bit. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're on the same bus. We're just kind of moved all to one side of the bus. Yeah. Yeah. If we, if you want,
0: yeah. I mean, we might have cut a hole in the roof and made yeah. Our own way, yeah, Jake's
1: hanging out to the roof of the bus, right. screaming, right. "Pull over! Pull over!" And we have leadership driving the bus, and they're they're hesitant to pull over, but they still want to take a peek. Yeah. And everybody's excited about all of it, and right. and I think that that I've noticed since being on the mountain bike industry world, I guess um, here in Mobile uh, by itself, is we have a bunch of excited people about the sport. They just didn't have the direction that everybody... Everybody wasn't going in different directions. Right. Um, and it's hard to achieve anything if the tree's branching to a million different places. It's absolutely right. But if you have the tree branching to one place when everybody has a, a, a focus or an idea, then you then all of a sudden those branches get bigger and fatter. And then the tree's growing and everybody's growing. And then it's constant. You know, the, the tree's amazing.
0: Well, the other side of it, too, the real joy of it, I think as a as a reemerging rider let's just call myself the new a newer rider is that like looking at it I go out there and have fun and learn stuff that then I go apply other places now that's not to say hey we're here to talk about how great this is we're limiting other people we're just simply saying we found a way to whereas some of our trails might have some of the original trails in the area might have been a little bit stagnant because of just Again, like I talked about, there's sometimes there's political roadblocks in the way that we don't have any choice over. Like it could be again the person who owns the land. It could be, uh, in some cases, we're dealing with like big organizations. We don't to make a big organization make a move takes forever. So we can start the process, but in the meantime, those of us that are highly impatient, we took it upon ourselves to make this own space. What's
1: been great though is like we've gone to the rebellion and it's it's lit a fire in us for the other trails. That's right. So it's like, oh wow, we can do this here. We've tested it here. It doesn't affect the, what we've anybody. We're the crash test dummies there. Right. And exactly it doesn't right. affect the public so much as we can take it to the public trails and apply it there. Right. And it's pretty awesome where you'll be able to see some things that are that are happening that we've maybe already done other places and tested them ourselves. Now, and
0: and we're not advocating necessarily, or I'm not not advocating rogue trails, but the one thing that we've figured out through the course of this, and hopefully this will be a word of encouragement to anybody riding, is like, if you're in a spot in the flatland or you're in some area where there's just not a lot, go find it. Mm -hmm. Like, go find your trails, start cutting your trails in. And it is possible to talk to landowners. It is easy. And a bunch of roadblocks got put in front of us. Like, they wanted a certain level of insurance and all that. And we were able to accomplish that very cheaply. So we're straight and narrow. This is 100% legal ride capacity. We're good to go. And the goal is to make it public. Right. But we do eventually have to show that landowner why making it public works. And that's like, that's part of the journey that we'll share with you on this show. Well,
1: I guess we also have to prove to him that we're loyal to him, you know, like not loyal to him so much, but loyal to. We're not just out there setting bonfires and right. doing right. rain dances that's like right. the hobos that are out there are doing. We do have a few. Like hobos. we are actually building trails that are rideable and sustainable, and not not just some random dudes with bicycles and streamers and bells and. Well, doing the other weird side of stuff. it is
0: we're we're making sure, in some ways, we're doing a little bit of conservation. Like we're not damaging the property at yeah, all. We're not cutting trees. In fact, we're enhancing the property, and that's the biggest takeaway that we've learned so far is that. Mountain biking is an enhancement. And so if you create trails in the right way, um, you can have your jumps and stuff, but you just need to it's about language, right? right? It's about perception of language. And
1: so. I think the best way, say that you have if you live in an area that there is a trail system, you obviously ride mountain bikes, you don't ride them on the road. So get involved. If you don't have a clue how to build trails or you don't have a clue where to start, there's gotta be an organization there locally that that you could get involved with and learn from them, and ask them if they have plans to go forward with anything, because maybe they need your help. Everybody needs volunteers,
0: and you know what the craziest thing is: fresh meat, uh, bringing somebody in—that's right—really can help re-spark a fire, right? right? It can. It, it's like kindling. If you bring the right people in, and we always talk about wanting some younger members to come out, and and those are the guys that really want to send it. Uh, let them get out there and do the work. Yeah, they're progressive. That's us, exactly Us right.
1: old guys are going to build it to a point where it's like, all right, I'm not going to die to my, yeah, my right. kids. My that's kids right. are going to wake me up in the morning. I don't want to wake up with a hangover and I don't want to wake up in pain. Right. You unless, know,
0: you, unless you're like crazy coop who just sends it. Yeah. Just there's, I it.
1: mean, there's, there's guys that we are friends with that, that they have no regard for their bodies. Yeah. And I, <laughs> Hey, more power to them. them. Yeah. But they can't turn down. Yeah. that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm throwing those jabs all the time. It's like an uppercut. It is like, yeah,
0: it's a little, it's, it's a little hook actually. It's a little bit of a hook. Yeah. And they got to come back around to it. So that's kind of the the essence of it, and and really the podcast, the point of the podcast was just to let it be the truth. Like it's, think of it like almost like an audio documentary. We're gonna kind of uncover as we go through the journey of whatever happens out there and, and the lives around it. Uh, we're gonna document it and detail it, and hopefully it's it's again it serves as like maybe a symbol of hope for other riders or other other gangs in, in the same situation we're in where it's like, Hey, there's not a lot of trail opportunities. Make your own. Here's how we're doing it. And we can share that information. Uh, we also have, again, not to shamelessly plug it, but we think it's valid. We've been making like uh, uh, trail videos. And so instead of it being like a traditional trail video, ours are focused on, Hey, here's the trail where we, and we tell the story of it, where it came from. Cause Every trail has a story. Right. The rebellion has a story. We're telling you the story. That's exactly right.
1: And I I think what's going to be awesome is we're not going to just bore you with our, hey, guys, we cut down a bush and we made a trail through it. We're also going to bring some friends along because everybody has a business or everybody has another hobby, and we want to have them on to promote themselves. I mean, I think it's awesome to hear everybody's story. You know, everybody has... Where have you come from? Why are we're all all of our friend group is from some different generation or different. We're all from generally the same demographic, I would say, but we're from a different generation or we're from a different area. We're from a different state. We're from we all have different backgrounds. Right. And, and it's kind of when we're all together, it's hilarious. And now that we're getting closer as friends nobody treads lightly anymore. Nah. You know, like feelings, you might as well just leave them out the, at the gate because it's it's funny, though. I mean, I, I love it. I love the locker room banter. I grew up in locker rooms, and the banter is great, and I feel like that that increases the bond, you know. And I feel it, the other thing that's awesome is we'll, we'll hang out and somebody will bust somebody's balls enough that they have to call them the next day and apologize, and they care enough about them to want right. to apologize. Right where I've been in locker rooms where those dudes 25 years ago still owe me an apology. I'm waiting and they're not going to call me cause they don't care. So I think that that's kind of our group as a whole. And everybody always wonders like, well, how do you get into the crew? Because I mean, as you'll know, I'll talk about it a lot, but the sweet potato mountain bike crew is kind of the, the offshoot of the, the local organization when it's actually all the same people. Nobody really knows that. Shh, don't tell anyone. But, um, everybody's like well how do i get in the crew it's like well there's no in or out and i i just make the joke like blood in blood out homie right. like you better kill somebody or do something crazy right or learn how to turn down or you're not getting in <laughs> and so i mean turn it's, it must no, be turned
0: down is not a prerequisite because
1: if so it'd be a crew of one It'd of be one, one guy <laughs> so but I, I mean i think what's awesome is and i've always i've been saying this and my goal this year in 2020 is to grow the mountain bike community 20, as a whole. Well, what 2022. 20, I can't see it. I don't even know what year it is. Hey, a stay-at-home dads. We don't know what's going on out <laughs> in the world. Hey, I, I was on coronavirus lockdown just because I didn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, called, it's called dad quarantine. I bored.
1: I work harder to not go to work, my friends. Yeah, there you go. But um, I think... What's going to be awesome is growing everybody as a whole. And I think we do that through relationship more than mountain biking. Um, and with relationship, I mean, get our wives involved. Not My wife's not going to bike, but she'll come hang out, yeah. have some beverages with other people's wives. Oh, for sure. Um, the biker kids, my kids, we're going to do a lot more kids stuff, I think, this year because that's the youth is where it's at. Right. I mean, we're not going to grow without kids. Um, we actually have the biker kids hiding in the corner right now. Yeah. They're, they're being quiet, so – Hopefully they don't bark and ruin our podcast. I was to see. <laughs> the that zero was reaction. Yeah, that was great. zero reaction. They, I thought that was. <laughs> I them thought them somebody up somebody quiet. was going to bark.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say that because a lot of what uh, I think, uh, there it is, there it is. There's, there's <laughs> I, think, a delay. I think a lot of what uh, comes out of this, uh, hopefully, is the fact that again, this isn't the template, but it's a template for maybe how other communities can work together. And my dream. With the podcast would be eventually to be like, hey, we've got a group out of, you know, whoever, whatever they call themselves, yeah, that'd be awesome. uh, su- su- sweet um brotatos <laughs> sweet
1: brotatos <laughs> <laughs> and whatever they end up
0: being. <laughs> but there's a group out of, you know, uh, Texas or somewhere else that's, that's giving us feedback on that. And I would love to see that. And I'd love to see us eventually be able to have big ride like group rides and meetups and all that fun stuff, because I think. A lot of what is frustrating to me as a consumer and a mountain biker is that we, I feel left out a lot. I I will go to Bentonville one day. I need a little more years under my belt. I will not go walk, ride Winrock. That's too much for me. I'll go to Pisgah because I got an office up there. But my point being is, like, all of us go on journeys. We go on treks. Like, I can't wait for those podcasts. It'll be, like, yeah, we'll three give hours them. in the car. That's like a Joe Rogan episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. Except without uh, controversial guests, maybe um, we'll see what we can do. All of our guests are going to be <laughs> yeah, controversial. That's an absolute fact.
1: <laughs> our our whole being is a controversy. <laughs> that's
0: absolutely <laughs> a good point. So the idea being eventually is that you know there is other groups and we can find the like minded and we're not stuck with just listening to the you know pink bike style podcast or vital MTV. Again, nothing wrong with those. I get no, great yeah. info, but I don't feel represented. So yeah we we look for
1: us. the we look to those to see like hey, that's a Ferrari. That's cool. Yeah, right. But we're not ever going to own a Ferrari. That's right. So why not, why not cater to the dudes that are just trying to ride for health and for relationship building? Yeah. And that's kind of what we're doing. I mean, that's kind of the rebellion trails as a whole is like, hey, we want this really rad jump, but beside it we have to have a progressive jump because other dudes are learning how to jump right. all together. So, And we don't want anybody to feel left out. Um, I'll tell the story. I've t- I tell everybody. Um when I first started mountain biking, I buy a bike, I show up, I don't even know what a derailleur is. I'm a BMX kid from the 90s, you know. I'm like, <laughs> you guys have you guys wear helmets? Like that's weird. And so we take off from the parking lot and I get dropped so hard, and dropped means I get left by everyone that I get back to the parking lot and no one's there. It right. was like, hey, that was cool. No one said no one really one person introduced himself, um which he'll be on sooner or later. He's recovering cuz he Got in a fight with a jaguar yeah um but anyway good, good way to put it good way uh so he talked to me and i i he kind of told me some things that i could work on but my mentality is competitive so i attacked it where i'm just going to go ride as much as possible without these guys and i'm going to come back and i'm going to be better than them not shortly thereafter i was and and it was like but it made me realize that not everyone has my mentality you know they're gonna right. they, they'd quit or they wouldn't come back so Ever since then, when I became had the ability to host a a ride, I've always wanted to be inclusive in the fact of like, hey, this guy's not going to go that fast. All right, I'll stop and wait for him. I'm not going to be mad, right? You know, so I don't want it to be intimidating. But I also, I'm friends with those guys that like to go fast, and I don't. They don't bother me. You know, I think they're awesome and they're good. They're friends as well, but they can go fast, and it's not going to hurt my feelings. And I, that's why I always try to say when whenever I host a group ride, there's an A group and a B group. Yep. And we'll have those guys can take off and go fast, and nobody's mad at them, um, nobody's intimidated by them because we have our own little group, and it, it's it's a fun. Maybe maybe I've become the bridge to the gap of everyone. Like I wear spandex under my regular clothes, just so I fit it on both oh sides. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't wear spandex under my regular clothes.
0: I thought, yeah, because you you uh, you swore up and down you were allergic.
1: Yeah, friends don't let friends ride in that crap.
0: <laughs> um, the funny thing is, maybe that's uh, maybe that's. You see, you just dropped a good piece of knowledge there. Maybe that's what we'll be is the we're the Ride the Rebellion podcast. Uh, the only non-drop MTB podcast on the planet. Right? That's right. Yeah. The, the zero drop. The zero drop podcast. The zero we don't drop, drop you. Uh, we we stick around. So hey,
1: Even if you don't want us to. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Um,
0: I I guess one of the things that we're very lucky about is we have sponsors kind of out of the gate because that's just how we roll. So um, it's a little late in the afternoon for me to drink a cup of coffee because I'm an old man. But when I do drink coffee, uh, speaking of guys who get in fights with Jaguars... I drink Lucky Shot coffee, which uh, if you haven't tried it, uh, you can order it online, I believe.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: You can order online if you haven't. This is like, um, so here's the thing about Lucky Shot coffee. It is completely roasted by one person. It is not factory roasted. It is handcrafted. It's the closest thing to handcrafted coffee you're going to get your hands on. And the funny thing is it's really, really good. And the reason I say that's funny is because I've had other people's handcrafted roasts before. And it's kind of like when someone's like, hey, my mom makes the best chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) And they're like, oh, they taste like every other one. This is legitimately good. I'll tell you
1: why it's really good. Because Shannon is the creator, the roaster, the, the wizard of the coffee bean, loves it. Yeah, she's her passion and her heart is put in every oh, single every single bag of coffee you that you she absolutely puts out. Taste it. Like she probably cuddles them, <laughs> yeah. and loves them. I'm
0: sure she's named
1: each bag. Every bag has yeah, a name. Every bag. <laughs> and that's, that's not her new that's slogan. not that is, that is a great name. That's a great slogan. Thank you, shot awesome.
0: coffee. Every bag has a name. We and love she just it. Just writes a random name on there. Shannon,
1: Shannon, don't hate us. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there we go. Free for Shannon.
0: Anyway, her coffee is great, and we get to shamelessly say and proudly say that uh, she is our first sponsor. Um, and then, of course, it's brought to you by uh Craftshead Digital, which is my company, but we're just only the the means to the end. So that's all we do is produce the content. So we're on that side of it. And then I guess shamelessly, we back, uh, we're backed by the Sweet Potato Mountain Bike Crew.
1: That's right. I all mean, right? we're always present.
0: But really, what about – what are you going to do with – the fact that you have this budding um, uh,
1: shirt business unfolding. Well, the shirt business has always been there. It's just how I buy bike parts. (laughs) And I I think that, I mean, really, it's been fun. And it's awesome seeing people wearing designs that I've created. Right. And I want to keep that going, whether it's the Sweet Potato Mountain Bike Crew T-shirt company, which is way too many words, or if it's just my... Other original idea was Four Eight O Designs um, is kind of where I came out of the gate with it, but yeah, um, that's just another spinoff of another hobby that I once had. So it's like a, it's just a progressive, it's a revolving door. It's a, it, I mean, my wife is so proud <laughs> of all these, <laughs> of all these different business opportunities, ventures that she has facilitated.
0: Somewhere this is going to turn into some weird mountain biking slash entrepreneurial podcast. That's right. And that's where we blow the roof off And of for it. a
1: half hour, we're just going to sit here and sell you our goods. <laughs> for, for, it's just going to be one after another. It's like QVC. or <laughs> oh Actually, when I was a kid, there was a thing on the radio called Tradio. Tradio. No and my grandfather and I, my papa, I'm not even going to mess around with the grandfather stuff, but my papa and I would sit there with a the notepad and wait for... The next uh, push mower that came on there for ten dollars ninety nine. On Tradio, Tradio, they have a phone number. You call the number, we show up at their house, we pick it up. Holy crap! We have to do that with this podcast. The nineties were fantastic. We
0: have to do this with this podcast. Tradio. We're going to have our own Tradio line of shirts. Oh, or something. Gonna, yeah. Hey,
1: actually, we could start rolling these out. Um, I'll give away T-shirts if somebody says they listened, and we'll do a raffle or something. I tell you what, better hey, yet, let's put an Easter egg of a word in here, and they have. Yeah, you got to you've put to, it into the review though. Ooh, yeah, you gotta leave a review. You gotta leave a review
0: because we need to review. And you gotta put in. the Easter you egg put the Easter egg word. And
1: we'll tell you the Easter egg of the word sooner or later <laughs> during the podcast.
0: You could throw it out, go for it. What's the word? I don't know. I mean, I would I would love for someone to work in something well maybe we make it simple on this one. Work in no drop. Or yeah, zero drop. Zero drop. Work you, in zero drop to your review. Zero drop is the Easter egg. Yeah. So you put in zero drop and then you're entered to win a t shirt. A t shirt. A handmade de- t shirt, by the way. Of my design. Well the
1: shirt's not handmade, but the the the, the labor is It's gonna be a sweet potato shirt. Yeah, Just... probably so. <laughs> <laughs> There's not too many other options you have. No, yeah, that's good. That's you give me your least. size and I make the I'll make the call.
0: Yeah, but there you go. So you get a but it's custom. That's custom. To you. <laughs> to you. <laughs> it's your, no, no. It's your custom design. They don't get to pick the design. No, no, design. no. They don't get to pick the design. You just pick a size. That's right. And then you make them a shirt. Yeah, and, and it's not going it to be
1: stupid. Them. You're going to want to wear it. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. If all you're of- listening to this on the first episode, you, you probably already have it. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. That's even better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there it is.
0: Uh, the other thing that we had talked about... Do you want to mention the thing about the Tynan like, yeah, yeah. and the Rebellion? Yeah, so
1: so we, all, we have... you guys think we just sat down and turned on some microphones. No, we've been researching this whole idea for a long time. I've been sending Drew Google docs for a while, um, kind of being silly about it, but being kind of serious. And it started as a joke and has has snowballed. But we also have researched uh, people in the different industries, and we're going to start and probably mostly stay with the mountain bike industry, people in industries that have caused their own rebellion or started their own rebellion, but still not with the middle finger, just kind of uh, taking it and wanted to progress in places that they thought they couldn't, or maybe I mean we, we're trying to we're putting words into his mouth yeah, that's true so it's innovation really. innovation yeah, yeah whoever yeah, whoever's uh kind of going on their own progressive rebellion
0: yeah, and so the first name that we popped up I don't know if you guys have seen this it's it's only on episode two, so uh, by the time this drops, it uh, maybe threes out. but if you have a chance, so Nico Malali, who used to ride for intensity. Intense. Uh Intense, sorry. Intense last year. Um or yeah, I think for three years or something. I don't remember his total cycle. Right By away. the way,
1: us are we're average mountain bikers and we're average fans, so yeah, yeah, we're not course. gonna have the yeah, yeah, J- Joe Rogan every single the, fight that ever UFC had that he knows he, who won and how. Jakey Pooh's in that space. Yeah, Jake, Jakey Pooh will, but yeah. I don't have the time or energy. I got yeah. kids, bro. Yeah, I'm with you. So anyway, he used to and ride the pedal and
0: t-shirts to, to, to pedal. And so uh, he stepped away. He didn't lose his contract. The, the way that they made it sound is that he stepped away. And Nico is a downhill champion. He's won a couple. I think it was back in like 2014. So it's been a few years. But he did step away and he did so from a major – I would call a major manufacturer, right? I mean they're a pretty big –
1: team yeah as far as oh goes. yeah intense is a huge yeah. brand right so I mean, they sell them at sam's club for goodness sakes yeah and uh, costco i think the 951 oh, yeah, is at costco, costco. Yeah, yeah yeah no 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 shade thrown at intense I, at all no but i think it's but awesome if you
0: go look at the specs on that bike that legit, that's nerdy yeah. so he steps away from that to build his own frame so he's going to enter downhill having built his own frames with i think bob the welder who's kind of a mountain bike icon so he's going to build his own frames and He's currently testing those. And so you can watch videos of him riding high pivot, low pivot. His linkage is really interesting on the back end. It's all his design and he's just going to go for it. But he's going to enter in and he's going to be his own team. So he's going to build his own team with hand-built bikes. To me, that is insane. That is awesome. And I don't know where he has the capital to do this, but I think he's being funded partially by himself and i think he's kind of crowdfunding to some extent i can't guarantee that it but i think he's crowdfunding a downhill team that's nuts and i think it's fascinating if you're if you're at all interested in competition this would be like someone going rogue and creating their own nfl team yeah it's the equivalent
1: i think that he g atherton has also done this yep um and they have a team um i think his name's g Atherton. Bikes. 10 is what Let's go have. with that. Yeah. But yeah. him and his wife are both downhill racers. Yeah, and that's awesome too. I mean, what Nico's doing is amazing. Yeah, and so and, and it's and rip. he's documenting it. That's what's awesome. That's what's great about. And it. And he's right? putting it out there for us all to see. Like, hey, what is he doing? Right. Um, kind of like what we're doing. We're documenting. But it's when you when you pull back the curtain on things, it shows like the skeleton of stuff, and it doesn't just show that. Hey, that bike park was built overnight right like no that probably took years to get funded and That's done right. and we're learning that with our local things as well you know it takes yep. a long time there's a lot of moving parts and there's probably been a lot of moving parts in his bike world he probably didn't just decide hey f you intense i think i can do this no i'm sure there's and look i i hope that through the process of his series uh, that
0: he shows like the wins and the fails. Oh yeah. Like I hope he doesn't just go straight Instagram with it and like everything is perfect. Yeah. Cuz I think that's what makes his story so- I'm a filmmaker, right? So mm-hmm. to me I want that good story. That's why I love this dynamic. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he'll he'll detail it. If not, go check it out. It's pretty fascinating to watch this this professional writer take the risk and take the steps to really put himself out there and be fully I mean in all honesty, there's not unless he shields it. There's not a lot of uh, protection for him, so he is going to be his story, his riding, his his wins, his losses. It's going to be exposed maybe on a level that you don't normally
1: see in athletic competitions.
0: and I think that's fascinating to me,
1: yeah, that's I think it's awesome. I yeah. mean he's when you make yourself vulnerable like he is, you become more real. yeah, and when you're real, then you're more relatable. yeah, we're we all have imperfections. we're not real. We're not right. perfect. none of us are and when we're, our vulnerabilities are what's scary for everyone to see and if he's throwing it out there like that and also he's not only like emotionally vulnerable he's physically being vulnerable going down a mountain at 30 miles an hour on a mountain bike yeah. that he built or right. designed that could fail i mean it's probably not cuz it's not us but right right i think that's that's awesome i mean we've we've been riding we know what it's like to to just ride our expensive bikes not i mean I am scared to put it together, let yeah. alone build it. Right. So I, I and mean, you got to trust in it that it doesn't fail you. I mean, that's a scary thing. So I,
0: I think it'll be, it, it, he's a great example. I hope, I think if I can, one of my goals is to reach out to his management team and see if we can actually get like a StreamYard interview or something really simple. I've done it before with other um, celebrity type folk. So I think we have a chance. And if we do like, we'll let you know ahead of time, but that'll be like prep your questions for it, Cause that's like epic stuff.
1: Yeah. And, and I think, if you guys have any ideas of somebody that's kind of gone on their own. Absolutely. Shoot them to us. If there's somebody we have access to, we'll interview them. Right. I mean, I got handfuls of questions. I'm trying to start my own thing. I'm hoping someday somebody has questions for me. Like, that's right. Hey, how'd you do that? Well, with a t-shirt. Well, I always have questions. With a t-shirt, a wife as a sponsor, and a prayer.
0: <laughs> Dale's the only guy I've met. that what The race we did, the, that tuxedo race... We go over and ride this race. And Dale, his wife shows up. His kids are there. It was really great. It was a great family event. And Dale shows up. And he's like, check out my socks. And it's pictures of his wife. Yeah, she's my sponsor. Yeah, it's brilliant.
1: The, I mean, my wife is uh, very forgiving for my craziness. Right. And, and I think it's a testament for her patience with me to do things like this. Like, I have so many pipe dreams that sooner or later those pipes are actually going to fill up with water. And... I hope she just stays there <laughs> to wait for it. But if I keep buying Skinwall tires for my mountain bike, she's not going to like it because she hates the tires. Yeah. I keep trying to tell her though. I don't know why you hate them. You paid for them. That's right. We're the Sponsor. Here's <laughs> the sponsor. Um, is there anything else we need to do to close out? I don't think so. I mean, you and I could talk all day. I'm sure. Yeah, of course. And no one. I mean, or keep it keep it effective. Where are we at? We can't even we're good. Anything. They're going to listen. They have yeah, to because they have to listen for the Easter egg. Yeah, we already true. dropped. We already
0: dropped but it. It's fine. But maybe we'll change it now. And that first Easter egg was a lie. This Ooh, is the second Easter egg. The trick. Maybe it's, it's still just, zero drop. Yeah, it's still zero drop. <laughs> <laughs> just this one episode, though. We have to change it next episode. We can't be lazy. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, I, and if you guys have any ideas for... Just give us your feedback. We'd love to hear Absolutely. it. We're not... I mean, you can't hurt our feelings.
0: Um, I, if you want, you can send an email, too. You can communicate us to it that way. And we're going to do ride rebellion at gmail.com. Um, and if that doesn't work, then I'll fix it in the next episode. But Yeah,
1: and we have social media. We, yeah, have, absolutely. we have Ride the Rebellion, Facebook, Facebook Ride the Instagram. Rebellion, Instagram, YouTube. Yep. We're out there.
0: Yeah, so hit us up on those channels if you have thoughts, questions. Don't forget to leave and do us a huge favor, even if it's a first episode, even if it's garbage. Don't give us a garbage review. But if it is
1: uh send that in the email put the real one on <laughs> yeah, iTunes yeah put a fake
0: one up on itunes uh, you can also always find us at all your favorite uh stops so we're on google play we'll be on spotify uh if you go straight to anchor you can get it there we'll be on apple obviously so just give us uh the short plug throw it in there and um, we'd be very grateful is that good
1: that's good I, i'm pretty stoked to to see how this turns out there we go see what see what it becomes Alright, well I'm gonna close it out with that. This is Drew Hall signing off for you and I'm again
0: with Dale Boyd, the the Stal's turn down
1: King Championship. It's called the Turn Down Extraordinaire. Tur- turn turn down Turred, Turn turn down
0: Turn down, down extraordinaire. There it is. That's it. Alright,
1: thank you.